Alrighty, that was a really nice moment of worship and announcement giving. That was that was refreshing, wasn't it? Both of them were. Alrighty, we have a guest speaker this morning, and here's what I'm going to tell you about him. If I was pronouncing his name, I would say it's Weiss Slaw. Okay, because it's W-I-E-S-L-A-W. However, if you were really saying it right, it's, and I don't know how they get this, it's Viaswab. Okay, that's how you really say it. So everybody say Viaswab. Viaswab came here in 2001, I discovered this morning. I, I was actually here in 2001 when he came. That's the last time. But he... Uh, was a pastor in Poland up until 2006. Now he's, he's like an overseer, overseer pastor, oversees lots of other pastors. So he's like a leader of leaders. And so we're excited that he's here. And he, I think he's going to really bring us something uh, that's going to be significant for us. So let's give Wieswab a big hand. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, it's a joy and privilege for me to be here this morning, as I really feel the presence of God, presence of the Holy Spirit. And you know, I, I, f- I felt wha- that in this church there is a great expectation for, 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 for move of God. So you are not the, a place of complacency, but you are a place on, on expectation, and I believe God will reward it. And I'm so thankful to see when I, when I, whenever I go and whenever I am with God's people, I, I'm so excited when I see people that are hungry for God. People that have this deep desire in their heart to know Him. To know Him, to know Him better. And those they have desire to know Him better, they are those they are ready to pay the price in order to get to know him. Because to know God, you have to invest. There is no knowledge of God without paying the price, without investment. And I see so many people, so many Christians, they take this knowledge of God too easy. They think that Everything comes just easy. And very often, instead of knowledge of God, people have their own image of God. And when they have their own image of God, usually they see God different ways that the Bible shows it. When, they, when people have an image of God, they always, or most cases, they think that God is for them in the first place. So they live a life with uh, the, the way that they expect that God will do what they want. The God is for them in the first place. So they expect him, expect him to do whatever they want or they think they need. And if, if it doesn't happen, they are disappointed with God. 
You know, if we know God even a little, we will never be disappointed. We will never be disappointed. And even if we have problems, even if we have difficulties, it will turn us to, to run to closer closer to God, not go away from God. Because you know God. You know who He is. You know that He is your Creator. That He is Lord of, of everything. Then in fact, He is the one that decides about everything. And I believe this is the knowledge of God. And if we know this, we would not be disappointed. Whatever happens in our lives. And we all go through different situations. But God allowed some things in order to bring us closer to himself and to help us to know him better. And my, my greatest desire is to know him better. To know him better. And I know the only way or the first way or the most important way to get to know him is through this book. Because this book can create this God's mind in us. And we need to have a God's mind. That the Bi- that's why the Bible says that we have to be transformed by renewing of our minds. We need to be transformed. And we need to think different way that this world is thinking. But it's very sad because statistics say that the Christians, the only 10% of Christians today, they have a biblical worldview. You know, this is very sad. Because it's mean that we don't know God and we don't know the ways of God. And that's why there are so many problems. Okay? Because we don't know we don't know him. We live in a very exciting time, I believe, where God is really moving when God wants to show himself powerful, we live in this, those days and we coming to those days where we will see more and more. But at the same time, in the same time, there will be many, many things that we have to be prepared for. Because from one side, God is moving and God will move and we will see things happening that we'll be so, so excited. But on the other hand, we will see things that will be very hard. And this conflict, this conflict becomes stronger and stronger. And 
I believe that if we are not rooted in God, if we are not rooted in his word, if we are not strong enough in his word, if the word of God doesn't live in us, we may have a problem to survive. We may have a problem to survive. Because what comes to us from this world, all those things that are coming, they bring so much confusion. So eventually, this is very easy to lost everything, to lost where we are. There are so many things that come to us, and many, so many advices, so many things that, they, that the world comes. And the Bible says, the Psalm number one, it says that blessed man that does, doesn't go in the counsel of wicked. And we have to fight. I believe we have to fight to really stand strong, to have this right foundation, to, have the, to be in the place where we can measure everything that comes to us. We can measure by, by, by the word of God. Whenever we hear something, what comes to us, immediately there must be, okay, what the Bible says. What God says about it. And I, say, I tell you, this conflict is growing and growing. And this is everywhere. I just give you one example. Uh, we are in Poland. We are now with this uh, conflict with the gay marriages. The, they trying to, the, some people are trying to bring the law or gay marriages. And we are the people, uh, the, I represent the Poland for Jesus movement, where we really, for years, we've been praying that, that Poland would be transformed and Poland would be a country where God really uh, rules, God, God is reigning. And, and there was, a, recently, there was a three, three laws that were brought to the parliament uh, with this, with this, uh, to, to for for these gay marriages, and all those three were voted voted out. But there was a man. There is a one man. Uh, he's black man in Polish parliament. He's a believer. He's our brother. And this guy, this man, said openly. He said, "I believe that homosexuality is a sin." It brought, you know, conflict all over. He is now, for several weeks, he is on, this, on, the, on the spot in, 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 in Poland. But God brought his plumb line, I believe, by this, what, what, he, what, he, what he said. So people can be kind of, uh, uh, how to say, in English, uh, Sober, they can come to, to, to become sober. And they ask this question, what's right, what's wrong? So I'm just giving this as an example. That we as God's people, we have to have a clear understanding what's, what is in the world. And we have to have foundation, we have to have this foundation that we can measure everything by the word of God. I'm sorry to say 
that so many people, even believers, they are in confusion. God wants us to stand strong. This is very interesting what has happened in the first part of this meeting because I feel like God really is, moving, is doing something here. When I, this morning when I woke up, I really didn't know what, what should I speak. I was thinking yesterday about different, different things, but this morning the word from Jeremiah uh, chapter 6 and verse 16 came to me. This is, this is what it says. Thus says the Lord, stand in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Other, other translation say, says eternal or ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it. Then you will find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk in it. This is, applies to, the, to, the, to Israel. God is a God of rest. God is a God that wants to bring rest to his people in all circumstances. There is a place of rest for God's people. So when, when we don't have a rest, when we struggle with rest, it means that something is on our side that needs to be recognized. Because God is God of peace. And what's, what's, what, what's, what, was, what happened with, this, with, with Israel? Why they, they, they ended up in this situation, in this, in this slavery? Because they didn't listen to God. Because they were disobedient to God. Because they didn't acknowledge God as the someone that has the power and rules. And the only thing we can do is to submit to him. To surrender to, surrender, to surrender to him and say, you are God, not, not me. And he said, they said, no, we have our own ways. We want to walk in our own ways. We want to, uh, to do our own things. We are clever enough to do it ourselves. God is God of peace. God is God of rest. And you know, I just, I don't know English so well, but I see this connection between rest and restoration. <laughs> I don't know what, how you would explain it, but this, this is what I, what I see, this, the rest and restoration. In order to, to, to have a restoration, you need to find yourself in the place of rest. Because rest means the rest means that you really look to God and your life depends on Him. Yeah? This is the rest, how, how rest comes. And when rest comes, it means if you are in this place of rest, there is nothing else that can disturb you so God can move in you and can move through you 
And can, he can bring things that he wants to bring to our lives. Hallelujah. I wonder today, where is the area in your life where you feel unrest? What is the area? What, what areas are where you are unrest? There are many, many reasons today in this world to live with this unrest, with strife, with pressures. There's so many things in this world that trouble us. But if God says that he wants to give us rest, it means that it's possible, in spite of what's going on around, to live in this, in this, in this rest. So nothing will move us. And I say even more, it's if we live in peace, if we live in rest, God is moving and He doing His will in our lives and through our lives. So many things would not touch us. This is what God wants. He wants us to be in the place of rest. What you strive today with? What causes unrest in your life? I think, I believe that God wants, the Holy Spirit wants to minister as he was doing in the first, first, first part of, this, of the meeting. The Holy Spirit was ministering to us and he wants to minister to you, to us today and continue to minister. And he, he wants to, you to see him and his answers to your to the places where you are unrest. It might be your health, it might be your family, family, your children, it may be your marriage, it may be your work, it may be the pressure of this of this life when you feel like you are, you have to flow to flow with this stream when you don't have, a, have enough strength to say no to, to the things that are, are around you and you are unrested you are in this state of unrest and heaviness that is not from the Lord the Bible says in Hebrew that the rest reminds for God's people The rest reminds for God's people. Let's just pray. And I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to touch our lives, your life, that you will be, you become aware this morning that the area where you are, where you experience unrest is going to be changed. It's going to be changed.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Lord, I thank you for your people here, for this house of God. I thank you, Lord, for this this sense of expectation for you to come and move and change things. The place of expectation for your kingdom, for your kingdom to come, for your will to be done here as it is in heaven. Lord, I ask your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. And you have all the power. You have all the wisdom. You have everything because you are everything. Lord, I pray now that you come and reveal yourself, Lord, and that you show us the way, ways how we can get out of this place of unrest, wherever it is. Lord, I pray, if there are health problems, Lord, you help us. That health, health problems that cause us unrest, that we find it difficult to, to trust you. Lord, I pray that you Reveal yourself and you show yourself as the one that overcame, that had overcome everything, every enemy in our our lives. Lord, I pray for those they strive with the conflicts, all kinds of conflicts. Lord, I pray that you come and reveal yourself that you will be an answer. Every broken relationships that cause this unrest, Lord, you can restore, you can change, you can bring peace. You are God of peace. God is God of miracles. He is the God of miracles. You see the word peace is the Greek word irene. This this word in use is used in the medical profession. And irene means the two bones they were broken. They are Bend it together. So it's and it's they say that the place when it was broken become the strongest place in the bone. It never breaks in the same place.
Lord, we ask that you come and reveal yourself to us. Lord, we, we come to you and I ask for those they, they have in their work, their jobs, they are under such a pressure that it causes unrest. Lord, I pray that you bring rest. That they know they are not under control of this world. world. They are under control of you, Lord. Lord, I pray for young people here with the pressures from the world they are under. And it causes unrest because they are called for something better, something else. These are your your people. They are your so your servants, your children. Lord, I pray that they may see you, they may know you, and they may find rest in you, so they can make a division between the things from the world and the things that are from you, Lord. They have a clear picture: what's wrong, what's good. They have a the clear understanding what you prepared for them. So they would not get under the hand of the enemy because they are not from this world. They are people of heaven. Lord, I pray for your kingdom to come to their lives, to those young lives. You reign. You reign, Lord, over them. And I ask that they they may see it clearly and they live in their in rest. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There is one thing. One thing is our spiritual position that we have in God. And this is great position. We are people not from this world, the Bible says. We are seated in Christ in heavenly places. This is our spiritual position. We are people of the kingdom. We are people that don't belong to this earth. This is our spiritual position. And this is one thing, but there is some other things. Is the our earthly physical condition that has to be connected with our spiritual position. And what does it mean? It means that we have to take responsibility for our lives. That we have to take responsibility. If we want to to experience the rest of God, the Bible says very clearly, God says, 
you look to your paths. You look on your ways. You stop. This is your responsibility. God can bring you peace immediately to your heart. But unless you change your ways, this peace, you will lose this peace. You will lose the rest. Because you have to live according to His will. I like this man, Enoch. The Bible says, Enoch walked with God. Enoch didn't expect that God will walk walk with him. He just walked with God. His desire was was to listen, to hear him, to follow him, to fulfill his his will. And this was his responsibility. So this is your responsibility that what is your spiritual position would manifest here on this earth in your physical life. You cannot always say, okay, I'm in Christ, everything is okay. And when you look here, it is different. You have to bring those things, your spiritual position, your spiritual inheritance, we have to bring it down here. And it has to manifest the same way as it was manifested in Jesus' life when he was, Jesus' life on the earth. The same things. This connection between spiritual and physical. And I often say that if we become only looking only all these spiritual things, and this is not, there is no connection with the earth, it's very similar uh, like someone that takes drugs because it's just escape from reality. We need this connection. We need this connection. We need to take responsibility that those things that are in heaven are become ours here and manifested here on this earth. That's why God says, stop and look. Stop and look on your ways. And what it says, and ask question. Uh, you know, I like, in recent times, I was, I think I have asked much more than I, than I did it before. Just ask questions. Ask questions. It's a good way. Because we can, we can we be, when we ask questions, honest questions, we become more sensitive. So, the Bible says, that ask for old paths, those eternal, those ancient, those fundamental, fundamental truths, fundamental paths. This is the good way. We want to be modern, but at the same time, we have to go back to our roots, to the very foundation of our lives, of the Christian life. We don't have time to, 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 to talk about it, but I believe today that we again, we have redefined many of those fundamental things in our lives. What does it mean to have a fear of God? What does it mean to be really born again? What does it, does it mean to live a holy life? 
We have a position, our spiritual position. You are holy, the Bible says. This is spiritual position, our physical position, physical responsibilities. Be holy because I am holy. So the question is, what does it mean? What does it mean in our lives? So it's a good thing to ask questions. Because the Bible says that if you ask, you will get answer. If you ask which are those right paths, those paths that bring life, bring rest, you find it. You'll find it. I just feel like I want to leave those things with you today. God wants to bless us and really show himself powerful on our behalf. But not only for our benefit. Not only that we we just benefit and we are just glad and we have everything we, we need, we want. No. God wants to bless us in order that we will become a blessing. That we will become a blessing. That we will be people that really will live for Him. People that will walk with Him. People that have desire to serve Him and to fulfill, fulfill His purpose. Not our own purpose. This is what we are called for as God's people, as kingdom people. Seek those God's paths. Eternal paths. Eternal ways. And you will find rest for your soul. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Woo. <laughs> that was, that's a word from the Lord. I hope you, you heard the Lord speaking to your heart this morning. Because I believe... It's like the path ahead. And God really wants us to ask ask some things about our lives. And I think what he says about asking God questions, questioning what you believe, and those are, are vital things because you'll discover uh, lots of times we don't know really what we believe until we begin to ask, what do I really believe about this? What is, what, what does the Lord, what's the Lord's perspective on this? And you know, it can be a little painful at times when God begins to challenge some of your beliefs that you've that you've developed in your life because of your circumstances and situations, but it's not based on, on the truth. And that's why we get bound up in our life, is we're not, we're not living from truth, because the truth sets you free. And I uh, just feel like this was a very important word from the Lord for us this morning. I mean, honestly... Uh, if you can receive it, I think this can really liberate you and really uh, have a transformation in your life. And really for going forward from this point, this is the way God's calling us to go. Really important. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, this morning before we came, back and I were, uh, I guess you could say, lamenting because we were with some friends that had gotten off the path in a way. They hadn't left the Lord, but they'd gotten off the path in their life and the way they lived their life. And 
years down the road, this don't happen in a day, but years down the road, their children are affected, their whole lives are affected in a negative way, and there's so much destruction in their life, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. And they've lived, you know, entered into a life of compromise. Uh, there's divorce. Uh, there's immorality going on in the family. These are people who really believe the Lord and, and go to church every Sunday. They're living, you know, cohabitating, and, you know, they've gotten so far down the road that they don't, you know, they lost something. And God doesn't, it's like we live in a place of grace, but we can take ourselves out of that place. There's a place outside of grace where the enemy is active and alive and can access our lives. And God, in His mercy and love, has created, you know, a way for us to walk. And He's He's asking us this morning in a fresh way, He's asking us to, you know what Jesus said, follow me. Follow me. That's what He's asking us. Just follow me. And if you'll do that, you know, even though it's going to be challenging at times and, and, and difficulties will come because we live in a, in a world that's fallen, but as we do that... You know, that's going to be your safest and greatest life that you can have. Because really, you know, the truth is, is when we step off that path that God's called us on to, it's not, a good, it's not going to be good for you. Amen? So I, I want to just give us an opportunity here this, mor- this morning to, to, to respond to the Lord. To, to respond. I really want you to be, you know, I want to call you to a place of, where Jesus is saying to you this morning, follow me. Are you willing to say to the Lord, yes, Lord, I will follow you. And I mean, talking about we're talking about in a fresh way in your life. You know, God's way is a way of love. That's what His way is. That's what He's inviting you into, a life of love to follow Him. So I want to I ask you to do this. If you are hearing the Lord speak to your heart, Okay, now I want you to stand up, but I don't want you to stand up just because somebody beside you is standing up. I want you to stand up because in your heart, you're hearing the Lord say to you this morning, follow me. And you're saying to the Lord, yes, Lord, I'm going to follow you wherever you go. I don't care where you go, I'm going to follow you. I want to follow you, that's what I want for my life. And the Lord will hear your heart. I mean, I'm standing because I heard the Lord speaking to me loud and clear. And this is not hard to do. There can be hardship, but there is more, there's abounding grace for this life that God's calling us to. Bounding grace. There's, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient. In your weakness, my power is manifested. So don't let your weakness hold you back. In fact, your weakness qualifies you when you say to Jesus, Oh, I'm following you, Jesus, but. I know that your grace is going to be there to keep me when I can't keep myself. When I can't hold on to myself, I know you're going to hold on to me. I'm going to believe that about you. So, Father, this morning, thank you for this word, Lord. Lord, we don't want to be, uh, Demas has forsaken me, love, having loved this present world. We don't want to be that. Lord, we don't want to be people who are enticed by the lust of the flesh, 
the boastful pride of life and the lust of our eyes, all that the world has to offer, yet those things are passing. Lord, we want to be people who see the kingdom and live out of the kingdom of heaven. And we really do bring kingdom, the kingdom of God, down to earth where we're at. And we, it is manifested in us and through us. Just say yes to the Lord. Say yes to Him. If you, if you really believe, yes, say yes, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, yes. Say, God loves it. He'll take all this. And really begin to ask the Lord these questions. Ask Him about your doctrine. Ask Him about your theology. He'll answer that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Mm. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God cannot condemn you if you're in Christ, but He will convict you and speak to your heart. So don't, if you feel condemnation, that's a lie. That is not, that's not the Holy Spirit. That doesn't come from the Father. That comes from the evil one. But He does bring conviction to us. And He does bring challenge to us. You know, I just want to encourage you. I want to fan the flame in your heart. I want to, you know, I want to see the fires burn, a passion in people. I want, you know, instead of letting your life become little by little subdued. Mm, thank you, Lord. Lord, stir up the flames in this room in people's hearts. Let, blow on us again, Lord, a fresh way. Let's blow, Holy Spirit, blow. Let the people of God just be on fire for you, Lord, passionate for you. Lord, I pray for those who are, have found themselves in a lifestyle of sin, of sinning. That this morning, they would just get out of that lifestyle of sinning. Those who are compromising, they, they could get free of compromise. Father, for those who are sick today, that would be a miracle of healing. Yeah, thank you, Lord. If anybody's... Yeah, let's get the ministry team up here. And uh, let's pray for the sick. Pray for those who are discouraged. And just so I won't forget this, because I'm about to forget it. Is, uh, if Dave... Uh, can you guys... We want to give VSWAB an offering... So right in the middle of all this, we can be spiritual and make an offering <laughs> to Him. We'll, uh, we we want to minister to people, but we will pass the plates. Or... Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you just make the checks out of the river life, and we'll make sure that He gets all of this. Uh, also, this morning, you know, if you're if they're sick amongst you, you know, let them come forward. We'll pray for you. If there's if there's people who need to come and get their hearts right with the Lord this morning, or just want somebody to pray for them about their condition of their life. Also, if there's any person in here that doesn't know Christ, who's not received Christ, we'd like to offer you the opportunity to, to come up here and get prayer and get to know the Lord who loves you and who saved you from your from this destructive lifestyle, this world. The past uh, month, there's been something going on in the spirit that I've been praying about. And just standing back there, the Lord just reminding me. About 40, 42 years ago, this movement began in the United States and around the world called the Jesus Movement. And the past month, month and a half, two months, there's been a lot of people coming to a place of Man, I'm, it's my 40th birthday. 
It's, you know, about 40 years ago, the Father came to me, and I got saved 40 years ago. And, um, and that's me personally, but I know that's others here. But what I began to pray about, and the Lord began to show me, what happened after 40 years? The burning bush. The revealing the revealing of the true calling that God wants on our lives. And I believe there's something happening in the body of Christ that's being brought back in a very powerful way to hear the calling of God again in your life, to hear that, that excitement to go forth and preach the gospel. And I feel today that's what's happening here. There, there's a restoration of that calling that God wants to bring in our lives. So I just ask you right now just to open your heart, and I feel the Lord wants you to see, and I'm going to ask you to visualize. Take your imagination. I want you to begin to see the burning bush. I want you to begin to see the burning bush, and as you begin to look at the burning bush, I want you to hear the, the Lord saying, I'm here. I'm calling you today to go and set my people free. Lord, we today say to you, thank you for the 40 years. Thank you for the 40 years of running around and all the things that have happened in our lives. Thank you, Lord, that we are coming to this place of regeneration that was spoken about today, of, of new life at river life of restoration, of the fire of God, the burning bush, and hearing your voice say, go set my people free. I really believe today there's a calling on all of our lives to receive the Word of God in a wonderful way, an exciting way, just the day you got saved, the excitement of that salvation, the excitement that you, you just couldn't stop telling people what happened to you. I really want to pray, Lord, I pray for the excitement of God. The excitement of that first day, that first moment that we met you. Lord, that it wouldn't be stale. It wouldn't be a compromised anymore, Lord. But a regeneration of the Holy Spirit in our lives, Lord, today.